You're listening to The Pete and Sebastian Show on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Petey's turning more white trash by the second. Renting out this roach motel, taking his daughter into the waters of Bacteria Beach, and now this hillbilly needs a tooth pulled? And Biscuits becomes so Hollywood, he hired a banana fairy. Because God forbid you're seen in L.A. buying your own goddamn fruit. I mean, you're both a fucking mess. I will say this, though. I can't wait to see this movie with Biscuit and Jeremy. I'm only three coconuts high, Renna. It sounds fantastic. What are they calling this flick, by the way, Bisc? My tiny and sweaty Italian wedding? Later. Feeling that? Feeling that, Sebastian? No, but what am I supposed to be feeling? Yeah, well, you hear the music, don't you? Uh, 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 uh. All right, all right. Who, I guess I'm. Who is well, it? Uh, it's just uh, R&B. I don't know who is that, Luke. R&B sounds like uh, it's Al Green. It's Al Green. Al Green. R&B, oh. baby. He's huge. He's like a, a beetle in the black community, man. Him and um, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I know a lot of black comedians, they tell me that's, that's their Beatles. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, every day it really, I tell you, if I didn't have some bread, uh, and I was, uh, really, really struggling, which luckily by the grace of uh, the big man upstairs, I guess I'm not, um, it would, it would be not funny, but it is quite funny how I guess I was saying I, uh, you know, was in a bacteria lake, and I'm laying in the middle of a floor. And meanwhile, you come on and go, uh, I got a fairy fruit picker. <laughs> there is a contrast in this show. <laughs> you got to love it. Good to be hanging with everyone out there and with you two dudes. Lou, are you going to free on the neck? Healthy as a horse. Good. Sebastian, what's going on? Everybody is talking about it, and let's get into it right off the top. Uh, the place. Oh, man. You know, come on. Pete. I, what? I mean, listen. I know it's a temporary place, but being a creative and being a writer in, in a room for well, 12 hours a day, how do you look forward to coming back to what I call, and some people have called online, is Bin Laden's hideout? <laughs> <laughs> Join me, USA! Come on, USA! Villain's dead, USA! All right! You answered the question in the question when you said, after 12 hours of writing, how do I look forward to going home to that? That's it. I don't. And that's the key. Before last year's pad, I'd come home, I'd sit on my nice brand new couch, which is back in my house now. And uh, I pop on some swords, you know, show with the swords and or Spartacus. And next thing you know, it's like 1230, 1 in the morning. 
I'm going to bed, waking up, and I'm just writing again, and I'm not getting anything accomplished. I'm telling you, I go to that jail cell. I, I, I could easily get a good desk chair from, from work here, you know, with the nice wheels and stuff, but I don't. I keep that white folding chair because when I sit in it and I go to, I, I literally go to watch something on Netflix on my phone, and I'm like, well, this is stupid, man. Let you pull out the notebook. And that's what I do. It's, as I was saying to you and Watt in the text, which surprised me. You guys kind of came at me like uh, a little harder than I thought you would. I, I, I thought you guys would get it. But that's what, when Stallone went to Russia, bro, in closing, that's my Russia. Hey, we don't keep our people behind a wall with machine guns. Who are you? Who am I? I'm the unsilent majority, big mouth. Good. <sighs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, visit the Pete and Sebastian show page on Facebook, and you will see a picture on our wall of uh, Pete's temporary living quarters. And there's a bed thrown in the middle of the room, no frame. Uh, there's f- clothes on the floor. It doesn't look like he has a chest of drawers. There's a yellow bag predominantly hanging off a knob in the kitchen, similar to something that you would see a college uh, freshman have in his it's dorm my room. garbage I- bag, bro. Why would I buy a garbage can? The whole goddamn apartment's a garbage can. I'm just stunned that a man of your, uh, number one, your age, and number two, your position in life is sleeping on the floor still. It's, well, you know, I, that's why when you texted, you said, is this way you, you're living? That's all your text said. <laughs> <laughs> and I, when I finally was able to text back, I took photos of my newly painted Indian painted house. And I said, this is where I live. That's where I crash. Um, You know, so I guess you don't see it that way, man. And uh, it's unfortunate, but um, it's serving its purpose. It's serving its purpose and keeping it real. I don't enjoy going back there. I don't. That's why, like, I stay here later and I do more. But anyway. Well, I get it. I get the the rationale behind it. It's just... You're talking to me differently now, though. I feel like you're... Nice. Jesus. I just... When I saw that, I, it was almost a slap in the face. I just didn't think it was, was possible. Oh, man. Who showed it to you anyway? Jimmy, right? I, I Jimmy mean, posted it. What a... T- you know, maybe I'm going to post <laughs> his real name and his real business card. <laughs> God, Jesus. Oh, maybe we'll, we'll have a, uh, a, a, a little, um, what do you call, dispute on the Pete and Sebastian show between uh, Pete and Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, he was he was asking what it looked like, so I figured I'd send it to him. And nah, it's fine. I didn't tell him not to, so I guess that's kind of on me. Petey. Holy shit, kid. It's even more embarrassing than I imagined. And I know you're going to post that photo on the Facebook page. You're all going to want to log on and see the crypts that this kid is living in. Maybe even leave my helpful comment urging this maniac to get him above ground before he gets some cellar-dwelling asbestos poisoning or some shit. Lord. You did this to me once before, I felt. There was something else I was did. I think it was when I did my laundry down the hill in L.A., and I told you there was a guy soaking his feet in the <laughs> washing machine next to me. Like, for a couple of days, you, you, you talked to me in a lighter, lower, like a lighter voice. I can't hear you. you I'm, I'm, I almost got to go through the ring with you and come out on the other end as an okay guy again. 
Yeah, Fuck. this is gonna this is gonna take two or three episodes for me to get my my uh, my mojo back with you, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. On a lighter note, man, just when you think you can't be asked or begged for anything else, somebody today asked me, you ready for this? For my air, A-I-R, right? You're probably that? like, well, what could that possibly mean? Here's the situation, which is a little white trash in and of itself, but my right front wheel on my Outback Subaru here, it's got a slow leak in it. I came too hard into a curb, and there's a little tear in the tire on the sidewall of the tire. And I went to uh, the tire guy the other day. I got tied up. He was running late, so I couldn't get it done. So I can usually go about three days before it's a little too low where I got to re-air it. So I got a couple quarters in the, in, the, in the outback. And like when I go home, like last week when I went home, I know I was going to be gone for three days. When I get to long-term parking, I fill it right before I get to long-term parking. Then I take my piece of Nicorette gum, poof, stick it right into the slow leak on the side of the, of the tire and that buys me three days so when i land i get right back in the room and hit the golf gas station and refill I, I, i'm gonna get the tire fix this week guy right let's slow down with the judging but anyway i pull in and some guy's gassing up and he looks over at me he's like well are you, get, are you getting that i said yeah about to um and uh at first i thought he was gonna ask like Somehow he gets to use it first because he's already guessing up. I go, yeah, why? And he goes, well, I, are you doing all the ties? Because if you're only doing one, maybe I can bump. If I pull over, can you wait so I can grab the air from you before it runs out? Oh, what? He wanted my air. You know when you put four quarters in? Oh, my air? God. Yeah, he wanted to oh pull Oh, my up God. <laughs> if you're not going to fill, because you could see my one tire was a little low, so I guess he assumed I was only going to bang out that tire. And if I could wait, can he... Get the rest of my air. <laughs> oh, God, is it cheap. I said, well, guy, I don't, I don't want you blocking me in. No, 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 I'll go right front. You come back right out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I almost wanted to just give him four quarters to stay where he is oh. until I'm done. You say, I'll leave a dollar on the thing for you after I leave. <laughs> now, you, now you feel got to be rushed, you know? I, now you're I, rushed. I was rushed, man, because I got to get it up to 120K pack or something, it says on the thing. So I constantly fill, and then I take my little pressure thing and press it on. It's like 170. All right, I need more. 190. I need more. All right, do I take more? I'm taking this guy, and I know this guy needs air. Fuck this guy. It's my air. <laughs> this is all going to my head. Wow. I never heard of that before. Well, Pete's Mansion Show, man. No one heard of the fairy fruit pickery. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the farmer's market fairy, by the way. And secondly, I did go to the farmer's market on Sunday to go ahead and pick some fresh produce. And I got to tell you, these people that go to the uh, farmer's market, it's it's like a type. You know, it's like a very earthy granola type <clears throat> of person walking around with their wagon. People bring a wagon to go shop at the farmer's market. And they fill up their little wagon. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah. I'm sitting there. I got eight bags. And, and, you know, like when the bags are, are so heavy that your veins are popping out of your arms. Yeah. That's what That's I'm doing. I'm got? doing a double fist. Eight <clears throat> bags in each arm. I got apples. I got eggs. I got everything right in the palm of my hand. And this guy's walking around with flip-flops and a wagon. 
and uh, and 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 flowers tucked under his armpit. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I I know. I know, you know, but how long do you fight the fight until you say, you know what, maybe I should just do the wagon? I mean, what are we uh, proving? I don't know, man. I just, I can't see myself walking around with a wagon. I was in there. I was, uh, I was sitting there. I was looking at some peaches, and I had a woman come up next to me. You ever smell somebody before they get even around you? I got like a nose like a bloodhound. I could, I could smell it from, from about, I don't know four or five feet away from me mm -hmm. but this woman came up and she had a smell on her that is uh you know what old wood sound or smells like in a house you ever walk into a house and you smell smells like the wood is damp yeah 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 that's what she smelled like oh really rotting so she'd been living in a house probably with this smell she probably been living there so long she smells like her house. She's How the hell does that happen? Yeah, that is... My house <laughs> smells like me. Yeah, that's very true, man. Now, uh, my mom smells like her house, actually, because she goes with... <laughs> she does, because she, she goes with... In every room, she's got those things that automatically shoot out mist every once in a while. Oh, okay. I mean, they're everywhere, man. And uh, sometimes, you know, that scent is on a jacket. Your house smells like you. Yeah. And, and not your house. You don't smell like your house. But um, that's, that's the difference. Like, my mom smells like her house. And her house smells like potpourri. So uh, are you sure? I mean, what do you smell like? I smell like fresh, fresh shower. Like, when you walk into the house, you just smell the people not the house that's what i'm trying to say like it smells it smells clean yeah it smells clean but there's Fresh. also like a a cologne scent in the air maybe even like hairspray or not hairspray but just like some like products i'm well, just saying when, this this woman's got to fucking wash your walls man well when you wash your the, walls <laughs> where did you smell this woman Right by the peaches. And you know how the peach, the peach gives off a nice scent. I smelt her through, uh, there's about 98 peaches in a, in a, in a big uh, area. And this one came in. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look, I go, that's it. I told the one I go, she smells like the house. I go, she's like, what? And I see, yeah, the woman smells like the house. You ever talk loud enough so they could hear you? Oh, yeah, I want to, yeah. <laughs> the, all the time I do that, man. Cursing but they don't even know you're talking about them because what you're saying is so like absurd that they would never pick up. Like they would never go, uh, honey, honey, I think he's saying that I smell like my home. Like they would never pick up on that, right? Yeah, there's just enough that God forbid they, I did it the other day. I called us <laughs> saying stupid dope, da, ba, ba, ba. And I'm like, if that guy looked over at me and said, what? I'd be like, what? What do you get? Yeah, I'm talking about something. What are you even looking at me? For? You know, like you can sell it just enough. That I wasn't. <laughs> now, listen, man, with the smell, though, like the other day I went to use a, uh, a water fountain in an airport, and the guy before me got there right before me, which annoyed me. Uh, and when he left, and I, when I went to lean down, there was still his scent, his aura, not a cologne, his personal scent. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, should I wait till that 
airs out of the area before I drink? Like, is there germs in smell? Like, when you're smelling that lady, is her germy shit getting up in your nose? I would Wouldn't have it to have think, to? Yeah, I would have to think if I smelled the woman any longer, I'd have some type of asbestos poisoning. Oh, absolutely. You got black mold up your nose or something, guy, without a doubt. I mean, from, from a safety standpoint, you needed to get away from that, that dog of a lady. <laughs> Jesus. And then, you know, when you're, we had Serafina with us, she was hanging off my wife's chest, and Serafina now is subject to the old, I, I, I thought, I got, we got to go to another peach stand. Like, you ever around somebody where they cripple your activity, where you have to go somewhere else? Like, I'm losing out on fresh peaches because this woman smells like old wood. And, and now the whole thing is tainted for you, man. Yeah, like the whole the whole experience. It's 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 just over. So now I'm walking around there, and then I'm like looking around at people, and it's just it looks like uh, it, it's just so. God, it's like hippie granola. Everybody's like tasting. You, you ever see the people that are tasting the stuff too? That like they sit there and they talk about it and shit. Right. Yeah, people just going around it, having a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, and it sounds like you you included with your bags, when they go to these farmer's markets, they buy way more shit than they're ever going to eat in a week, by the way. They load up. Oh, we'll get for four of those and three of those. And... Oh, God. I told Lana, I go, you know what the show is here? The show is following these people back to their homes to see what they do with the food. Like... You ever look at somebody and go, I, I want to know what what they're going back to and how they're preparing <clears throat> this food. What's oh. going on in their home? Who they shopping for? Who they getting this all for? Whatever. Yeah. Where does this food go back to? Where is it stored for a week? <laughs> well, where's your stored? It's in the refrigerator, but what I'm saying is, like, what are they making with it? We make normal food. We have a steak, a chicken, a fish, a side. What are they doing with the? <laughs> They're probably the same thing, man. <laughs> I don't Ooh. think so, man. What we have in mind is breakfast in bed for 400000 In fact, it's everybody. We're all feeding each other. We must be in heaven, man! I don't know the type that goes to a farmer's market, bro. I mean, I, I, I mean, it, I know it's a little pretentious, if you ask me. But uh, when I watch those food channels, sometimes the chef will go to a farmer's market and he'll cook based on what he finds. And that always looks cool. He just kind of holds up fruit and, or, I mean, vegetables and cups of them. It's like, oh, I can make some da-da-da soup and chop this up there and then do this. And he just buys what he's going to make that day, and that's that's cool. But all you yuppies going there in your Italian loafers, getting tons of bags, you're, you're part of it, guy. I do it too. It, I I'm not, too. Listen, I'm not part of it. I'm just saying I'm in, it's not like I'm like happy while I'm there. It's whatever. I'm happy that I'm there with my little family, but it's like I'm not going around. It's, there's a guy playing. Uh, like <laughs> There's people playing instruments there, right? It's like you have the peach guy. Then you'll have the bread guy, and in between the bread guy and the uh, vegetable guy, there's a guy with a harmonica. Get the what the? <laughs> right? 
Yeah. We listen. We, you're so funny because we got one uh, every Saturday right up the block from us, and I had my whole family this week, and I couldn't wait to take them to the farmers market. When you got a farmers market in your town, you're like, look at this farmers, and we're walking around it, and uh, there's a lady in the middle with a tent reading a storybook to all the kids. Oh. And then they got the guys on the banjo in the corner. Come on, bro. You're not feeling that? You got to bring your wagon. Make a long morning out of it. What are you rushing no, in and out with your turnips for, bro? No, man. I'm sorry. It's Why does everybody get excited about a farmer's market? Can you tell me the difference between Whole Foods and a farmer's market? What is it? A roof? Oh, yeah, you're outside. This is, this is what do they call it? Farm to table, man. These people pick it, they get in their car, and they drive it right to you. No middleman. Fresh. What, then why man. the hell are the eggs $7 a carton? I know, right? You would think if you just, if they just came out of your bird and you drove here, shouldn't they be a quarter each? <laughs> right? If we're eliminating the middleman, where's the Walmart prices on this shit? Because these are the eggs Serafina should be eating when she starts eating eggs, bro. These are no chemicals. Yeah, Lou, give me some more natural animal noises, man. Get it while you can. No chemicals, no preservatives. Fresh. Now cue know, the harmonica man. and let's shop. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing on your feet for the sneakers? Oh, I have a... I have a uh... Yeah, sneakers on, long white like uh, sweatpants, and a black Nike shirt. Yeah, I'm, and, and, oh, and, what, a, and what are you security buddy apples? <laughs> I got a I got a U.S. I got a U.S. military uh, hat on that I got from uh, the USS Roosevelt when it was docked in Dubai, and I got one of those on. I look like I'm I look like I'm part of the military. Shopping for eggs. Shopping for the crew. Uh, we just, we just came in the port. I'm going to make a stew for the fellas when they get back. Two standing orders in this platoon. One, take good care of your feet. Two, try not to do anything stupid by getting yourself killed. I sure hope I don't let him down. So, so yeah, so you're sticking out like a sore thumb. See, Lana could slide right into a situation like that. It's you. Yeah. You're the, always the one that sticks out like a sore thumb when she's got these nice things to do. Out in LA. I know. I know. I, I do not dress appropriately for the activity. I should be a chameleon, put on some flip-flops and shorts and go over there with my wagon. But I look like a nightclub bouncer who just got off a Navy uh, ship. But yeah, you. I mean, you. You always look like you're uh, waiting to meet somebody that owes you money. <laughs> <laughs> so that was well, my experience over at the farmers market. I do have to have a shout out to this place called Harry's Berries over there. Mm-hmm. This is in Hollywood, people. For those of in LA on Sunday, it's an unbelievable farmers market. Harry's Berries. Go over there, get yourself some strawberries. It's expensive. I think it's twenty three dollars for three cartons. But they're delicious. Now, did, did you um, get any candles or any incense or any of the other lovely stuff they sell at farmers markets or no. just food? I don't buy any of that stuff there. Everything that's a candle or anything that has any scent at a farmer's market smells to me awful. Like it's, it's like patchouli. It's that shit stench. It's none of the stuff I want yeah. in my house. Our candles and stuff like that are not bought at farmer's markets. Yeah, no, they de- they definitely tend to go a little more down home with the smells. Yeah. A little pine smell. 
Yeah, yeah like I want that wafing through my my <laughs> living room. It smells like there's a pine tree at the foot of your bed. Who would yeah. want that? I'm not into outdoor smells in an indoor <clears throat> space. So, yeah, that was our experience on Sunday, and then we had the family over on uh, Sunday right after that during the afternoon, and uh, had the nieces over. Played in the pool a little bit, had a nice brunch. I got to tell you, man, I made a beautiful frittata with the fresh vegetables I got from the, the market. I had a little squash inside, some potatoes. Um, what else did I put? A little mushroom. Didn't have any dairy in it because Lana can't have any dairy, but I got to tell you that the frittata was a hit. Also, another one of my favorites is uh, bacon, Black Forest bacon. If you have a chance, go grab yourself some Black Forest bacon, pop it in the oven at 400 degrees for about, I'd say, 17, 18 minutes, and you've got a beautiful breakfast going. Now, what, 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 do you, what do you, you just get Black Forest bacon slice, lay it on a pan and bake it, that's it? Yeah, you put it in uh, the oven, you, 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 you bake it for, I don't know, about 18 minutes on 400. I had that, I had the frittata, and then I had heirloom tomatoes, another thing. You got to get yourself some heirloom tomatoes, cut those, put a little burrata cheese on it, then I put a little basil uh, leaf on it with a little olive oil and some crushed salt. Ooh, that's a Sunday meal. <laughs> you goddamn guineas really make me laugh. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show. Welcome to Embarrassing Grammar, the online course that teaches you to learn from the mistakes of others. Welcome to class. Today we will be learning how to mispronounce simple words. Here are some audio clips you can learn from. This is Pete Corelli. Great comedian. Not so great with the grammar. Is that what we're doing? I mean, we're correcting the usage of words? Yes, that's exactly what we are doing. Also correcting pronunciation. But the other one jumps up, bangs out the homelick, and the food pops out. Like you're at a, a steak restaurant with a friend, and you hit the, and the homelick, and you need it to, to live. Well, uh, Lou, I don't know if you caught it. That's two homelicks. Um... Um, what is it, Heimlich? <laughs> yes, 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 it's Heimlich. <laughs> the Homlich. That's a new maneuver. <laughs> Which he already got that wrong the last time, so yeah. he's just not going to learn. Unless you were choking and you're, she's giving you directions on the Homlich. I'm, I'm not sure right. you guys are right, but anyway. I love it when he gets all defiant. The last time he was wrong twice was two years ago. Enjoy this beauty. No, he was driving with a geisha. <laughs> oh, is there anything better to drive with? It, it's a geisha, and then just below that is like a... a uh, I, I think the correct pronunciation of that is a geisha. No, it's but... a geisha. I read the book, Memoirs of a Geisha. You never read it? Uh, I never read it. I think I saw the movie, but in the book, it doesn't explain how to say it. So I'm telling you, it's a geisha. Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because you're saying it with confidence. But I've been saying geisha for years and no one's been correcting me. Yeah, and they go home and, and they, what they say, did you hear how he said geisha? <laughs> I have to admit, Pete is getting better. Do you remember these showstoppers? Now, my wife and I are watching Downtown Abbey. Scott Bakula. Bakula. 
It's got a boudet. Need I say more? Please do. By the way, thank you guys for all the funny memes on Twitter. It was brilliant. And he's got the little, what do you call them, the memes with the hand claps. And then he says something like, um... It's a, it's a meme, by the way. Meme? Oh, it's a meme. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lou, that's another one for the books. <laughs> Holy Christ. I could listen to him say may may all day day. Class dismissed. We had uh, my brother's family over. I had three nephews over. Whew, count your blessings, man. Boys, they're awesome, but God, they wreck your shit. Oh, don't they? It's sick, <sighs> isn't it? What, <laughs> like, like that, man? They're like hurricanes, man. Yeah, the boys, man. Do, do, do the boys and uh, Sadie get along? Yeah. Like, we got these great photos that, like, first of all, they slept in the room with her, which, you know, all together in her bedroom on the floor. And um, Jackie would read a story at night, and they were all, they were all together in one bed with the covers over them listening. It's so freaking cute, dude. Holy shit. It's funny because you're just like, all right, good night. And you're going in the other room and you hear them talking and stuff. And, you know, like, you're like, damn, my kid's four. This is like everything to her. Her cousins are sleeping over. This is sick. <laughs> we talked into the night. The kind of talk that seemed important until you discover girls. Goofy's a dog. He's definitely a dog. I knew the $64,000 question was fixed. There's no way anybody can know that much about opera. He can't be a dog. He wears a hat and drives a car. Me and Jackie got the art of the speed fight down. Like, oh, what? Oh, like my parents fight. were here too. We're speed fight, and like we're entertaining everybody, and like you know, at one point I'll bop in just to get the stakes to bring him out, and Jackie's got a problem with something that I did, and I'm like, and we're getting this big fight. Boom! I'm out with the stakes. Then I come back a few minutes later, and that fight's over. It's, and then you walk back in. And she's like, "How the stakes come? They're good." Like these, you know, really go at it. Like, it's not what I said. You're fucking jerk. You just, you know, boom. Out. <laughs> and then you come back in. It's like nobody's holding anyone accountable for that last thing. It was a quick fight. I mean, <laughs> can you guys do that? I feel like Lana's got to be able to do that with you because you get, you get hot quick. I do get hot quick, but it's not so much forgotten with Lana. It's like one of those things that has to be resolved. I can't, I can't do like a, a a speed fight, walk out of the room, and then come back, and that's wiped off the plate. That 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 wherever I leave it, we pick it back up when I come back into the room. Oh, oh man, yeah, there's no speed fighting. The, the, if there is any disagreement, that disagreement has to come to a resolution before anybody goes to bed. Oh, yeah, but Oz are always like, uh, they're just words, you know, like, like, um, I can't, like, like, uh, like, uh, uh, we're getting ready really quick before my family comes and I'm getting the weeds out and Jackie's like, guy, enough, uh, I need you to do other shit, what are you gonna do, sit there and pick weeds like crazy, just get like a dummy, just keep picking weeds, and I'm like, Jack, you told me to pick the weeds, so I'm getting the weeds, I told you to get some of them, dummy, I need you to do other shit, you calling me a dummy, Jack, you calling me a dummy, all I did was still work, guy, I don't have time, you're yelling at me now, Pete, I go, you were fucking yelling at me, just do what, <sighs> alright, fine, 
And then I go in, I come back, and I'm like, how are we doing with that? Is that good? And that's over. That thing is over. It's over. That's really speed fighting, man. I like it. I like <laughs> I have to adapt, adapt that in my relationship. Yeah, come on. 90% of all of our fights, me, you, all of us in the real world with couples, it's all bullshit anyway, oh, right? That's all. It's just, it's not even, it's not even worth fighting about. We, Lana and I got this new thing. It's not really new. I just, I see it's rearing its head more often than not, but uh, Lana can't make a decision for nothing. She's got to always ask me about anything. It's like, she's getting a phone call from her friend. She's like, should I pick it up? It's like, Can pick it up if you want to. <laughs> she's very indecisive. She's always asking me questions, you know? She's, uh, and I told her, she's like, I know it's sickening that I'm doing that, but it's just, I can't help it. Oh, really? Why? She doesn't know why she's doing that? No, well, she's like, you know, I feel like if I don't ask you and I do it, then you're going to say, why are you doing that? Or I'm going to have a comment on it. I go, listen, I, it's, it's like the things that you should be asking me about, you're not. It's like I came home the other day. There is like nine pots of flowers all over the backyard. I go, what's going on with the pot? She's like, yeah, I just got the, you know, the pots, the decorative and this and that. I go, this is what you should ask me about spending money on pots. You're asking me if you should pick up the phone. doesn't matter if you talk to Nancy. Just slow down with the pots, man. <laughs> yeah. We got this new thing we're doing with Serafina where we both wake her up in the morning. I think we're the only parents waiting for our kid to get up. Like, everybody else gets woken up by the kid. We're sitting there looking at the uh, the camera going, Oh, when's she going to get up? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious, oh, man. God. Yeah, man, I we... mean, we with us, it's... Um, when I, I always got to pee at, like, you know, maybe like a half hour before Sadie normally gets up, and we got old squeaky floors, and Jackie will, in, in bed will be like, God, just fucking hold it. And I'm like, I got to go, guy. Don't make the floor squeak because she's going to get up, and then I'm going to have to get up, and, don't, and I, like, I try and tiptoe. And meanwhile, you two are cuddling in bed, giggly-eyed. Any minute she should open her eyes. <laughs> Any minute. Well, I was in. I was watching uh, the camera. This was about I don't know two thirty in the morning. I just got up and I looked at the camera to see what she was doing, and the kid looked like she was, you know, face planted into the mattress. Looked like she couldn't breathe. And what you could do is review the history of kind of the whole night on your phone. Like you could scroll down to see what position she was in at ten thirty, twelve thirty, whatever. It's like a running video. So I'm like, man, this kid doesn't sit still when she sleeps. She's basically doing a helicopter in a circle the whole night. So she'll start like, you know, north and south. She'll end up east and west. So I don't know. She's getting like strong now. So she's on her side, face is planted in. And I walk into the room, you know, like, you know, I, I, again, I'm always, you know, thinking the worst is the kid breathing and what's going on. So I had to readjust uh, the baby so she could, you know, sleep, you know, right. Got up in the morning and she, her eye was swollen. I think she was rotating on her eye around the, around the bed. So, you know, tonight, uh, last night I was monitoring and she had no movement. So I'm thinking, why one night we're in a full-blown helicopter and the next night nothing? Did Sadie wow, move like man. that? Why? 
Did Sadie used to move around like that in the crib? Yeah, she still does. I mean, we don't like to sleep. Like, I like to sleep with her in the morning when she wakes up and climbs in bed, but not through the night because she'll punch you in the face, man, just constantly yeah. moving around. But, uh, I mean, you're like a you're like a pro baseball player watching the tapes. Watching oh, I know. I'm reviewing like, the tape, just looking at how she got this way. At 12.41, she flipped over. At 12.43, heads into the thing. I go, come on. And I, and I look to see, like... I want to see movement on that video thing because if she ain't moving, I'm thinking my 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 uh, friends of ours that we went out with the other night, they got not only the the camera but underneath the mattress they have a sensor that if the kid stops breathing, their phone gets notified. What? Like it, it, it monitors the heartbeat. I mean that's. That's insane, right? If the heart stops, the phone rings. <laughs> I don't know if I could deal with that pressure. <clears throat> yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'd be staring at that thing all night long, man. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Come on. <sighs> wow, though, this this hands-on that you're doing right now. Let me... Uh, um, I don't know if you saw that. Somebody tweeted out. I believe it was a tweet, but... Uh, Episode 25 of the cast, you had said apparently you said you'd never fly first class with a child. So I upgraded to first class L.A. to Washington for $169, okay? In front of me, as I'm getting on, uh, there's a grandmother, a mother, and the mother's three-year-old kid. They're all dressed in sweatpants. They look like uh, trash. They're trash. Not that sweatpants are trash, but I could tell this looks like trailer park shit, right? Right. They brought the kid on the plane, and I know, and this is this is probably bad to say, I judge a book by its cover, and I'm generally always right. They don't even have to say anything. I just know where it's going to go. Right, right. Kid's got his own seat. Bothered me. Do you think a three-year-old should have his own damn seat? I'm sitting here thinking, it took me 40 fucking years to get up here. And this three-year-old's buckled into his own seat. I I got a problem with that too, man. I mean, I don't know what you do about it. If someone's rich and they got the cash, it's like, you know, technically they could put their uh, wallet in that seat if they wanted to, if they paid for it. But I hear you, man. It's I just... get it, but don't you think there's some type of etiquette... That everybody in first class paid a lot of money to be up there, and now I gotta be worried about the kid crying throughout the whole flight? Well, no, because let's be honest, man. When the day comes with his little Sebastian Jr. with us, if you got the cash, he's gonna be sitting right next to you with his little gap black loafus. Me and Lana talked about that, and I don't think that's gonna happen. You say that now. You say that now. I look. Maybe you're right. Look at Scott Bakula. The guy was practically in the fucking tail fin with his family. <laughs> Scott Bakula. <laughs> I know. I did say that. Man. I did say that, and I did break my own rule. But I have mm. to say, the way I did it was with honor and class, and I handed out my chocolates. I did my due diligence, and uh, didn't take anything for granted. So I think. Since I, I came on the plane with treats that I'm exempt from 
from breaking my own rule. Well, maybe maybe for that flight, but unless you plan on playing Candyman every flight moving forward, uh, you pl- you're going to be breaking so many of your rules that you thought before you had a kid. Forget it, guy. I, I mean, I, come listen, on. I realize that, but I have to say, and I'm going to toot our family's horn here, right here and now, that this baby is so well behaved that I got no problem bringing her anywhere. I know a lot of kids, and I'm talking a lot of kids, that they should be in a zoo. (laughs) Okay? This baby. And I've established discipline right off the bat. I'm cute. I'm nice. I'm all like uh, cozy with Serafina. You know, little baby talk. Hey, hey, what's going on, baby? But uh, when things get serious, I go into discipline mode. And I'm telling you, the kid responds. I tell her when she's crying. She is, tomorrow she's going to be 13 weeks. What 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 possibly disciplining are you doing on a Thursday? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'll tell you how it's, how it's working. All right. She starts crying, right? No, she starts crying after she's recently been fed, had a nap, has been changed. Right? So no reason to be crying. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the fact that she's only been here about 13 weeks and everything is blowing her fucking mind. Other than that, her ass is dry, her tummy is filled, and she's warm. What's going on here? <laughs> and, 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 and exactly what I tell her. I said, listen, you are 12 weeks old, okay? This type of behavior is for someone who's two or three weeks old. We don't cry anymore. That's for younger kids. You are older now. You know better. And I get a look of almost like, I'm so sorry, Father. It is such, my wife is stunned. I could get the kid to stop crying with stern and effective speech pattern where she knows that I'm serious. This ain't playing around, Daddy. This is serious, Daddy. And and she wipes the... the, the it, go, it goes blank. Shuts it down right away. Wow. This is this is a new level of ta- child rearing. I mean, you're instilling it. Who says you can't discipline right out of the gate? Right this out is- of the gate. We have people come over and I tell Serafina, what did I tell you when people come over? We say hello. We give them a smile. Boom lights up a smile the people are stunned wow i got it this is yeah hey listen i'm impressed i could use this my daughter's four the other day she's crying i'm like when are you gonna stop crying sadie and she goes when i'm 11 i'm like yeah that's not working for me 11 now has to stop now but when i'm 11 no. i need you i need you to no, come in and the cry whisper we don't ask the kids when are you gonna stop crying you tell them, you stop crying right the fuck now, okay? <laughs> Let's get organized, <laughs> man. Oh, we need to get. Man. We need to get a Sebastian parenting tip once a week, man. Because we, well, this, this is, is some. This is my tip, man. This is this is what I'm doing. It's and it's working. Lana's on board with it. Lana knows to step aside. Daddy means business. He's coming in. He's shutting down the crying. 
Now, I mean, of course, if she continued crying, <laughs> what do we do? A hard stare? Uh, we just stop being smiley, fun, fun, dad. We get serious, and then she gets the message. She gets the message. Uh, sometimes it's a gas bubble, which I've noticed that we got to burp that out of her. So sometimes when the crying it, it goes beyond the, the disciplinary action, I then take the baby up on the shoulder and try to get to work that bubble out, and she'll give a good belch or she'll fart or she'll do something. But for no, the so most part... It works when I come in and do a straight, yeah. a straight. It's not a yell. It's just a very, very serious tone. It's a tone. So then there's a party like, obviously this kid must have gas, Lana, because there's no way the kid wouldn't be listening to what I'm saying right now. Absolutely. Wow. That's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> That's impressive, man. No two ways about it. So, yeah, we got her on a disciplinary track that I think is going to be really, really... Uh, we're going to see big, big dividends on this when she turns two, three, four years old, instilling this type of uh, discipline um, routine at this young of age is really setting her up for for a really nice life. And I'll tell you, you know when you really start to see it is when you have her around other children mm -hmm. and the other children are acting up and yours is sitting there looking at you like, is there a book I can read or something? <sighs> that That's when people's minds are really going to be blown. Well, that's why I'm trying to instill this at such a young age so she has a really, really concrete foundation so she cannot be steered to the other side because if 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 she goes into hanging out with uh, other kids and she doesn't have this foundation instilled in her head she could very easily look at that behavior and sway to the other side don't you agree yeah yeah she's got to as a parent when your kid is out there and it's about to make a wrong decision i don't want my child to sit there and go is this the right decision or is this the wrong decision? Because yeah. my child, even up until 18, they're too dumb to figure that out. They're kids. They're babies. I want my child to go, will my dad fucking kill me if I do this? Yes. So I won't. <laughs> right? That's what I want. Totally. Totally. They have to have the... I've always had, growing up, the fear of disappointing my parents or what's going to happen to me if I do this when I get home? What is my dad? What is my mom going to say? So I always almost self-parented myself a lot because my parents instilled these techniques at a young age and established me as a proper functioning human being, not some animal that belongs in a cage. That's it. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Totally. That's I mean listen man it's got to it's got to come from the parents scaring you to scaring you straight <laughs> The original film follows 17 teenage lawbreakers who are taken inside of Rawway New Jersey's maximum security prison In a raw confrontation a group of hardened convicts called the lifers tried to literally scare the kids into going straight This special presentation of Scared Straight what, am I here to amuse you that you smile? Yeah, huh? Funny. Something's funny? Something's kid. funny with you? No. Huh? Get this smile off your face, boy. Still smiling. Get the fuck out of the bed! 
Where are you playing, bro? Plug what it up. Got? Plug it I up. I got uh, Mohegan Sun, August 26th. I got Biloxi, Mississippi at the Beau Rivage Resort and Casino, September 8th. I have Reading, Pennsylvania, September 23rd and 23rd, yeah. Uh, Saratoga, California at the Mountain Winery, September 30th. And then October 8th, Las Vegas, Nevada at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, SebastianLive.com for all your tour dates. Uh, that's what I got. Thanks for listening to the Pete and Sebastian show. Please share it with friends and family. Hope you enjoyed yourself this week. All righty. Good hanging, boys. Take care. Later. Later, guys. The show has ended. What do you smell like? I smell like fresh, fresh shower. <laughs>